Welcome once again, listeners. And this is Fatrist. Last time, our heroes did a bit of... Hmm, you know what? I'll just let them explain. We Please. split the party. We did the thing that you're supposed to always do and split the party. Yes. Because it never goes wrong. Yeah, it never goes wrong. Well, okay. We were like, hey, there's two problems. And we can't agree on which one's more important right this moment. So we're just going to go do both. Divide and conquer. Yes. See, we made a strategic decision (laughs) to divide and conquer and flank the enemy from above and below. Kinda. You'll be what to go make sure that the people from the town were alive and fine and safe. And maybe you found a secret entrance up to the temple. I mean, you went underground and Callie took flight. So above and below, it's 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 alright. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> claim it was a strategic choice. <laughs> I don't believe you that it was strategic. I think it was uh, kind of a mistake, but we're going to deal with it, so that's how it's going to happen. Well, if it was a mistake, why did you follow me? (laughs) I didn't say which one I thought was a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) I heard we need to enter the fortress thing on the hill, so I'm like, go up and... Say, and there was an option to save people, and I was like, eh, saving people, I mean, yeah, we probably should, but we're also dealing with the possible end of the world, so I, a few, you know, less people versus the end of the world. Oh, yeah, I would, I would argue that preventing the end of the world would be technically saving more people and would be the lesser of two evils Is there. Is it, though? I mean, it's more of like the... Uh, Is it, though? It's more of like the principle of the larger sums and larger average, like... Yes, you know, saving these couple people would be really good for those couple people, but if they're saved and the world blows up, I mean, it's kind of moot to save them. But if you save the world from blowing up, but these people don't make it to see the world saved, then it's also kind of garbage. Yeah, as it turns out, if the world is destroyed, um, those people die anyway at that point. Well, Yobi lives in the present. (laughs) So, Kelly, I ain't worried just yet. Kelly's more of a big picture kind of oh. thinker. It's fine. And oh, Zug lives God. both in the present and the past. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> You're forgetting one very key thing that happened. Nah, oh, that, that was all that, the important li- details. It's fine. That lion and nerd guy? <laughs> screw him. No, 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 no. no. Uh, the toad just falling from the sky. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the uh, inky black creature doing that thing. But, like, you know, our listeners can go back and listen to that. It's fine. Well, they're about to run into <laughs> it again. So, we'll pick up right as our ginormous toad friend lands on the side of the mountain. So, this thing is earth shattering pretty much causes an earthquake uh, I'm going to need both uh, Yulby and Zug to give me dexterity saves gotcha. because this is a lot <laughs> um, I have a question for the DM yes. do the uh, 
nerds up top also have to make dexterity saves. Uh, I'm already rolling those. It's fine. That's a 12. Wobble baby, wobble That's baby. And the DM was like, you jokers that are not my NPCs, you need to roll saves. <laughs> that's not delightful. Um, I, have... oh, I actually have a good mod, so that's not too bad. That is a 13, yeah. please, sir. 13, a 12. Mm-hmm. Your boy Leo got a 4. Um, uh-huh, nerd. Nerd. Oh no, Zach, like you're on. For a cat, you're he has no stairs. balance. Um, <laughs> At least well, I'm in an elevator. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm a, he's in the elevator with you, but I'm on the stairs, so I'm uh, but you know, cat, cats and elevators, I can see why that could be a problem. They don't really like things that move like that. <laughs> Alright. So, as the supersized kaiju version of our toad friend lands on the side of this cliff or mountaintop, uh, everyone but Callie falls to their knees, to their butts, falls backwards, however you want to do it. However you flavor your character falling. To all fall, because none of you pass. Nobody. This includes the NPCs. <laughs> well, I assume running up the stairs, I'm probably going to fall onto, uh, onto forward, so... Forward momentum and all that. I think you'll be fell on her butt. Callie's just going to be up here flying above this all. Just the biggest grin. It's fine. <laughs> Maybe right into As... Leonard because he got a shitty floor. <laughs> what what, He's the what most likely happened. Here's what I'll say happened there. Uh, As Yulby goes to fall backwards on her butt, Leonard falls <laughs> forward. And they collide heads almost. Well, good luck, Leonard. Yulby's got a hard head. <laughs> <laughs> This is factual. (laughs) (laughs) And as this ginormous toad hits the mountain, causes this earthquake, you hear a massive croak. And as the people up, up... top by the by the ruins Kelly you will see and you're already looking down on top of them they all fall over all of them that are there fall over and as they start trying to scramble back to their feet that I don't know that this like inky black creature comes back out of the rubble and forms a large looks like water droplet in front about the size of a human right now. Okay, so this it's a black water droplet? Or it oh. is a black humanoid with a water droplet? No, no, it's it looks from where you're at like a large black water droplet. The size All of right, a human. Alright, sure. You, I'm not giving you more unless you roll something. No, that's great. Um, <laughs> has I okay? They're prone. There's a gigantic toad croaking at them, and they have mm-hmm. just been interrupted by a giant appearing. Have they dropped the hostages? 
the hostages have also fallen well, yes, to the ground. But... Their rope is currently slack, okay. so... Cool. Um... I'm gonna wait for them to, like, actually let go of the rope or, like, step away from them in some way. Maybe to deal with the toad, who knows? Um, before acting. But the action I want to take is to swoop down and help those people get away. Alright. So, we are going to, before we do anything here, uh, we are going to go down to our boy Zug first. Zug, you just fell over and heard a massive croak. Earthquake, everything. You almost fell on your you fell on your face and then almost slid down the stairs. It's a thing that can happen. Um, what do you do? Well, I am how far from the uh, top? Uh, I'd say you've got foot footage wise. You probably got. About 400 feet to the top. Okay. But you can see, you, your vision is good enough, you can see where it crests at the top. And you can also see Frynos. Like, he's just kind of, like, sitting there. See, I thought of a really awesome idea for Frynos, but not knowing um, if that would work out for the character, I don't think I could do that idea. Ah, so, um, after kind of the trip and fall, seeing how close he is to the top, he's going to change, uh, personalities over. And we are going to... I would like to use a dimension door. To get almost to the crest of the steps, but not all the way up. So basically, where I'm still kind of hidden beneath the steps, or partial all covered. Right. If so you, will. you want to be, you want to be like 15 feet from the yes. top. We're no high enough where I could see over the edge, but you'd have to really look my direction. I mean, I can tell you right now, everybody's looking that direction no, on that side. because of the giant toad. <laughs> see, I thought I thought the toad was kind of off to the side of the steps, so it make more sense to go. He no. is, but he's still on this side. Here's a question. Hmm. Callie has never introduced Frynos to Zuck or Frigg. That's true. So, and Fritz. Fritz, sorry. I, <laughs> one day I'll remember his name. Um, so my, my question here is, does Zug even realize that this is a friendly gigantic toad that suddenly appeared? That's that is definitely fair as well. And it just came out of nowhere, too, which is... Like, maybe they just summoned something. You know? Well, he, he does know Callie is up there, and he's trying to back up Callie. So, being down the steps a little ways, just out of sight, would probably be where he'd want to be. So he could, he could okay. decide when to react. 
Yep. Based on the situation, you could react as needed. I'd say you probably get to just the point. Dimension door about 15 feet from the top, and then you can crawl up just enough for your laying on the steps so you can see over the top. Well, you can react if needed. Okay. And at the top, you see this what looks like a giant water droplet. About the size of a human right now. And you see the people you saw, the people that attacked you before. There's only two of them right now. And a few of the hostages, which are all tied up. And they're currently laying on the ground as the bad guys slowly try to get up. And then the both of you, Callie and Zeb, will see this, this water droplet thing change. And as this other guy gets up, it changes into this small little black canary looking creature and sits on the swordsman's shoulder. No one likes the swordsman. <laughs> and Zug, you can hear Fritz in the back of your head. And he's saying, he keeps saying, this bird looks familiar. And he keeps saying it over and over and over. I mean, as of right now, I just kind of have to watch, not really sure. Like, I know the ones in that cluster with the swordsmen are our enemies, but I don't know what this frog thing is. So <laughs> I will hold. And Callie, you'll hear in your head Phrynos' voice, and he'll say, What are your orders? I cannot attack a spirit without orders. Just gonna pause, think this over for a second, and then just. I'm not interested in making you attack a spirit. I'm only interested in getting the ones in ropes freed. Um, perhaps quicksand to make their captors incapacitated? It shall be done. And he begins to croak again. And the earth shakes a little bit. And you see these two enemies begin to sink into the ground. And all you can hear is this swordsman cussing. And he's, he's furious. The little one's being quiet. She's being very quiet. She's not saying nothing. She's not struggling against the sinking. She's standing there with her arms crossed. This swordsman, he's cussing. He's, he's alright, whose damn toad is this? And why are we being attacked? I thought we were the only ones here.
what do you guys do? Cool. So they cannot. They failed the save. They cannot get out then. Cool. Yeah, they failed it. They failed it. Um, kind of swoop down, crossed arms, looking real smug, and just. Mm-hmm. It would appear you thought wrong. You might want to think again next time. <laughs> then she's gonna go over and retrieve said hostages. How are you? You you thought I left you in the desert? Oh yes, and I made a new friend. He doesn't seem to like you all that much. So thank you for that. Cool. See, I made a new friend too. Uh, and he looks at the little blackbird. Fade. Get rid of. And you'll audibly hear a sigh, and then this very deep voice. <sighs> very well, Master. And it turns, this, this little blur bird flies off of his shoulder, and it begins to change form again, getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And before you sits a large, monstrous, black slime. Cue the Gundam fight. <laughs> Man, I've just been hearing Pokemon music in my head. <laughs> Basically, you sent out a toad, and now there's a bird, now slime creature. And I'm just like, dun, dun, and it's just in my head. <laughs> Callie already told him to use quicksand, so it's, it's whatever. Is that the truth? You see, my brain was thinking more like Digimon. Mm. <laughs> no, this, is, this seems more like the Pokemon fight where you summon your little pocket monster into existence and it uh, does the attack actions. Mm-hmm. Well, it's more like a tattoo monster. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough. We're almost at a state of playing. Okay. Am I successful <laughs> okay. in getting these roped people away? Cool. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you you swoop down, you grab, you cut the rope, and you uh, essentially escort these people away. You practically pick them up. They're old and light. Beans. I'm setting them off to the side, probably near the stairs, so they can leave if they're able. Near the stairs, you see out the corner of your eye. She's uh, laying on the stairs, watching. Suck would uh, kind of the finger to the lips, like you know, not here. You get half an eyebrow raise and a shrug. <laughs> All right, and the the little one as this slime forms, almost the size of Frynos. Uh, the little one simply walks right out of the quicksand. If you're done playing games, uh, we have a mission to complete, if you'll excuse us. And she begins looking for a way through the rubble again. Mm, what's the mission? 
that is none of it's your concern. Pretty much entirely my concern. Mm. No. Um, our master has told us you're lucky that the creature there, the icky vile creature, is there. Otherwise, I'd just send you off again. Just gonna look up at this big slime. I don't mean to be. I feel like I'm taking so many spotlight today. Okay. Uh, just feel okay. self-conscious. Anyway. Hey, you look. Yeah, you're so looking I'm gonna at look the slime, up at the slime. Right? Give me I a perception check first. Nineteen. Nineteen. When you look at this slime, you for some reason get the feeling it's it's it looks sad. Like it's droopy. It's not it's not what you would consider a happy looking slime. It very much does not want to be here. Yes. I did gather that from the sad tone before, and also from a little knowledge. Kelly has on this creature, but I am glad to have it confirmed, so thank you. I'm gonna look up at the slime and gonna stow her wings and speak to the slime and just I heard them refer to you as Fade. Are you the same noble shadeling I've heard of in the books. He doesn't speak aloud. And in your head you hear yes. I was looking for my partner when the the prison I was held in collapsed. And these insufferable two that have been corrupted found me and although this one here and he kind of like is uh, essentially beckoning in your mind towards the swordsman guy he can be quite irritating he of the two of them might be the only one that is redeemable I do not sense a speck of light whatsoever in the other one but I followed, begrudgingly. They passed the test that I had given. Are you capable and of... transferring to another, should another person pass the test? Oh, I did not form a pact with this person. He just passed the test and got me out of the building. Your mission is to find your partner. The cage may yes? have been correct. Is that um, the untamable one? Glancing up at the sky. Uh, yes. Perhaps instead of uh, fighting one another, we could help one another. Well. All goes according to their plan. You will have an entrance into the ruins. Uh, and then I can use. 
think I sense other spirits here other than Frynos. Uh, I think with their power combined, I could essentially make it look as if I was beaten back and forcefully take them away. If so be. But... If you leave, you won't be able to reunite with your partner. Thing is, the little one has the power to seal spirits away. And that's not not something I would want to happen to any of my brothers and sisters. A power like that certainly sounds difficult to use. Wouldn't it take some time to prepare? <sighs> it would if she wasn't a godling. We happen to have a godling of our own. I can sense that. Well, perhaps with three spirits and the godling, we could, uh... put her in her place, so to speak. We will see... Hmm. I will think about this. And we will see how things transpire. For now, I think I should at least pretend to fight Frynos. And you hear Frynos complain a little bit. And this this voice chuckles in his head. Um, or in your head. And you don't hear it no more. I have a question. Yes. Was Callie out loud the entire time? That's up to Callie. Well, here's my question. Would I be familiar with the fact that I could respond in my mind because of talking to Frynos? Okay. Yeah. Once he responded in my that. mind, I would have stopped talking out loud. And I also have a question. What yes. did the little enemy godling do while they were having their conversation? Because uh, <laughs> Zug would have been watching that one. Would have been watching her. Because she All was right, the one Zug. who was free. So, while this is happening, essentially Callie is staring down the giant slime for what it looks like to everybody. and Which is pretty impressive because, I mean, it's the size of a kaiju. Uh, I mean, she tamed the other kaiju, so... You... Uh, roll me a perception there, Zuck. Uh, that is a 13 in total. 13 in total. So, essentially, what you will see this... This little one doing, this godling doing... Now... You don't know exactly what's happening, but all you're seeing is that these this rubble in front of this building, piece by piece, is lifting up, and then piece by piece is disappearing. With a 13, you really don't see much else. Then she seems to be almost completely ignoring what's going on. Arrogance will be your downfall. Um, 
now. While the two kaiju, our, our toad and our giant slime, begin to almost look like they're wrestling practically, because, I mean, neither one of these creatures really fight physically, so it's like almost as if they're just kind of like Aww, wrapping themselves hugging. around each other. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like uh, the idea of a toad wrestling and how broken uh, getting up on top of someone else like that it's just it's a weird image in my head not a fan <laughs> and at this time you'll be mm -hmm. we're gonna switch over to you and leo cool i'll say you've had time to recover from what happened you've heard the giant croak and Right now, you're feeling the ground move a little bit inside here. The walls shake a little bit mm -hmm. as those two creatures are wrestling up top. You don't know what's happening up top, but essentially, the the walls and shit are moving inside this this cavern as this elevator goes up. Cool. How do I make it go faster? <laughs> um. Well, I will tell you this that it momentarily stopped when the earthquake initially happened. Mm -hmm. The people down below pulling it up probably fell over. Yeah. Um, after that, go ahead. Hmm, let me roll something for this. This is a my roll. Oh, those are NPCs. Alright, so, as they start back up moving... You have, um, you were starting to realize that this is moving about twice the speed as it was moving before. Oh, that's good. And you start to see a light coming from the top of this, this, what the heck's it called? Chute, this elevator chute. Mm -hmm. And... As you get closer and closer to the light, it opens up and gets larger and larger. And you reach the top. And you're looking out. You're up against, your backs are up against a wall, and you're looking out into this open set of what almost looks like a cathedral. And at the very center, up a small flight of stairs is a round looks like a hobbit door portal and it's shimmering a bright bright white light oh neat. you'll be just gonna go that way and before she goes up the little stairs in this like in front of this main important glowy door thing in this cathedral mm -hmm. She'll do like, she's not entirely sure what's going on in this temple type place or what exactly it's for, but she's got, she got enough, uh, courtesy to at least do a small bow. <laughs> Unsure to yeah. which god, but thank you for letting me in your house. I'm going to go see the door now. And then she's going to go to the door. <laughs> mm. Leo kind of like stumbles forward off of this elevator in awe, looking at all the different architecture inside this cathedral. And uh, 
he's following close behind you as you walk off. And as you get towards the front, you start to hear, or closer to the portal, you start to hear this, uh, it's like dirt and rocks moving. And you look back towards the sound. And you can see outside. And there is that little little girl from the Feywilds with this two-tailed almost dragon-esque fox thing is kind of just lifting rocks up without touching them and they're vanishing. Cool. Nobody makes a face furrows or brow. She'll be like, hey Ray. Ray Mata? Oh, snake? Ray Mata, right. I thought you were talking to Leo there for a second. <laughs> no, that's Leo. <laughs> or Leo and Bird. Yes. You hear your head. Could you go block the entrance from that small child? She's not very nice. I will need to be at least large uh, if you summon me. Oh, yes. Be, be the biggest. And then... The, um, I, don't, I don't think you understand what the biggest means. Um. Yobi's going to imagine her from when she last <laughs> saw her, like... As big as like the opening is, you know, like from from floor to ceiling, big. Okay, so it essentially be large size. Yes. And this snake begins to slowly. This little snake tattoo begins to slowly crawl and move, and then appear to be real and sizes up to the size you want it to be. Cool. And it kind of coils up and sits in front of the opening. Thank you, you're the best. Yes. I'm gonna check out this door with Leo. Alright. Uh, roll me an investigation. Oh, my poor paladin child. <laughs> I tell you what, roll that at advantage because Leo is helping you. Okay, well, the first one's a 13. It's pretty good. It's a nat 24 and 18. Nice. <laughs> Alright. So. Uh, you you try touching the door. You're checking everything. You're, you're investigating. You see writing all around it. And it's a writing that kind of looks familiar to you. Mm -hmm. But you don't quite, or you aren't quite able to read it per se. Mm -hmm. But you go to touch the portal itself, and your hand just presses flat against it. It's almost as if it's like a, a window with bright white light on it. Like you can't go through it. Should I knock on it? 
Yeah, you knock on it. It it makes the sound like a uh, an aquarium glass. Nothing, nothing happens there. Um, you will notice that all of these little writings and stuff along the edge of the portal. You also notice them on a little pedestal off to the side. Hey, Leo. It looks like it's. Yes. Could you read yes. this? And like she'll point to all the writing around the um, door and then over to the pedestal. And he looks at the writing and checks out the pedestal. I mean, it looks like it looks mm, c celestial nature, but it's not. It's very. I don't know. It's a very old, old writing. I. The only thing I can make out is uh, a state. It is a state, and then the next one I can make out is name. State name. That's all I can work out. There's like three or four lines of text here. Yobi's gonna do a big ol' thing. <laughs> and while she's thinking, we're gonna switch back over to the other two. Alright. So you got your kaiju battle happening. It looks kinda like like neither one of them really putting in any effort. It's just like they're phoning it in. Like a couple of <laughs> tired this, wrestlers. Are they wrestling to the sound of cursing from that <laughs> other guy? <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. And uh, this this little 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 creature, this little little person, she's begin she's slowly making progress on this rubble. And both Zug and Callie give me perception checks. Now this guy likes me. That's a dirty twenty for myself. Dirty 20. Kelly rolled a 4, so that's a 7. <laughs> Alright, well, Kelly doesn't notice this. She's more she enamored by the with fight. With advantage. What even is this? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I've had those days before. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Callie is 100% enamored by this this wrestling match that's going on. She thinks it's funny as hell. Apparently. <laughs> and but Zug, we'll start to see uh, a familiar hue of scales peering through the openings that this little this little uh, enemy, this villain, is uh, pulling open in the rubble. Familiar. That very unique, that that very unique seafoam green uh, scales. This sounds like something. Oh. I know what Yobi's mm. big brain moment is. <laughs> well, Yobi did introduce us to her friend. Yes. I mean, y'all all got to see uh, Raymata, so that is 100% the color of that 
snake scales. Yeah. Alright. So what are Callie and Zug doing before we switch back over to Gilby? What? So what... What is this familiar scales? What, what's going on? It's... It's... It's Raymata. Oh, it's the gotcha, snake. Gotcha. It's the that, giant snake spear. Now I'm connecting the dots. What the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> had a rough week. Um... <laughs> Okay, cool. Kelly is going to, after watching this fight for a moment, look over at this godling person and leave them alone for this second, um, and go over to the stairs to start helping these old people down, really with just the cover of talking to Zug. Um, so, starting to help them down, giving them reassurances that it's going to be alright. Um, Whatever, you know, all that people stuff. Anyway. <laughs> She's not the best at it. If you untie us, we can just. Where is it? I cut the rope. Oh, I cut just the ropes that are connecting them. Okay, no, yeah, I'll untie the ropes. Um, I was a bit slow there. It's fine. I untie the ropes, free them, allow them to start walking down. She goes down just mm -hmm. a few steps and looks over at Zug. Um, and will like murmur slash whisper right like not trying to let the other people hear uh, um I got you I can just message Kendrick cool so you see her start trying to talk to you and you cast <laughs> it perfect yep uh he would say that uh for his part of the message Kendrick that um it looks like you'll be and Ray and possibly Leo are nearby, or at least scales are nearby. And he's gonna kind of point to the hole that uh, this person's making. Right. You'll you'll see the scales once he points them out. I will need to have Frynos communicate then, because that godling creature, uh, I don't remember the name presently, but she can seal spirits so we probably don't want one to be directly in her path because then they'll probably be sealed away uh, in either case the large black spirit is friendly they're only pretending to fight Frynos their name is Fade um our goal is to try to get them to draw the people away or do something to make them stop being able to achieve their goals. But temporarily, they're just here. So don't try to attack them or whatever. Um, so he would message again. Yes, let's do that for you. Probably best bet then if she has that level of power would be for us to handle her and, and let the spirits fight if he can get away maybe that'll force him to retreat you, if it looks more you may have missed the part where I said godling do you yes, think the two of us can take on a godling not in this body I can't 
I think we have a better chance than if that godling decides to get rid of all of our spirits we're working with. Because anything of that power is not going to be quick or easy to use. I actually asked about that, but uh, apparently the god powers or whatever just kind of get to skip those rules. You know, gods. Anyway. Um. Any of the god magic I know, you still have to have time to actually use it. So if you're too busy dealing with something else, you won't be able to actually use those powers. Fair. Okay. Uh, it's a terrible idea, but it's the only one we have. Let's distract her and try to survive long enough for Yelby to finish doing what she's doing. Uh, is the swords, swords douche gonna be stuck in that hole for a while? It may be forever at this point. <laughs> you just look over and see him struggling very hard to get out of the hole. <laughs> uh, not a big loss then. At least there's one less we have to deal with. Speaking of, where's the third? That is a wonderful question and not one I have any answers to. I might be able to ask Fade. Or perhaps you could with your mind speak ability. Try. You're going to try to talk to Fade? Mm -hmm. Um, Go ahead and roll me a hmm, do the do I think it's a whiz just flat wisdom roll wisdom roll yeah it's not my greatest stat but it's a 17 17 so you, you're trying to contact fade using your 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 ability here and I mean, it's just point yeah and but but if they don't talk, then it might not work back. But he also can... Yeah, whatever. We'll just see how it works. So, <laughs> you send him this message. And you get like this... This It's like a... You hear it in your head as like a staticky response. He says... Oh, what is your question that you're asking? Uh, he would ask... If we distract her... Will you attempt to run? And where is their third? Alright, so your the response. First it answers about the third. It's real static. He says there has only been two that I have ever seen. Uh, and if you can distract the little one. I could quite possibly separate the two as I pretend to flee. It's very staticky, very garbled. So, message again to Catley. Uh, says there's only two. He's going to kind of shrug. Uh, and if we distract that one, then he 
will separate them. Oh no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is a terrible idea, but let's do it. Always terrible. You wouldn't happen to have any, um, bugs or slimy magic of any sorts? If I was not a wizard, you bet your bottom dollar I would. But I, I don't am even a know what dollars are, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um so with Prestidigitation I can theoretically clean or soil an object. DM, could I soil to the flavor of covering someone in slime? I mean, with the way that spell works, technically, yes. Yes, you could, because it's a flavor aspect. Cool. <laughs> well, we were told she hates slimes and bugs and has no other weaknesses, okay? I'm going on what I can. I okay. know what I want to do. So, be, uh, <laughs> uh, I want to switch personalities before we do this. Okay. Oh no. Because I have a certain spell that may come in handy. Okay. Um, Callie doesn't know to wait, so she's gonna just sprout wings and zoom off toward this person to be within ten feet. All right. So. As this begins to happen, we're going to switch back over to Yulby. Yeah, so Yulby has her hands on her head as she does the, the think thing with Raymata. Mm -hmm. She's like, could, could you talk to your friend to talk to Callie to... I need Zug. Could you, could you tell her that? I, I can do that and... Uh, Callie will actually hear in her head the very slithery voice. Uh, uh, the uh, this is the one called Callie. The, my master is asking for the cranky one. <laughs> Sorry. He has a certain reputation I to mean, uphold. Kelly did introduce <laughs> herself to this person with their full name, but you'll be called her Kelly, so it's fine. Um, it's just you need him aware. How? Um, and then how, <laughs> you'll be here. How? How do you need this cranky one? In here to read these words. Oh. Um, she needs him inside the ruins. Okay. <laughs> this is getting convoluted quickly. She's gonna pause in her flight because she just barely taken off per what the DM just said. And swivel around and look at Sug. And it's kind of a pained expression. She hates what she's about to say. But it's fine. Just... Actually, I think I'm going to need to distract her alone because you're needed um, inside. Uh, 
Well, okay, so. <laughs> my idea can still help as long as I stay within 60 feet. Okay. So. The pedestal is about 50 feet from the entrance. So I will. Just so you know. Pull her away from okay. the hole where you see the scales, and I'm sure Raymata wouldn't mind uh, giving you a lift down into where you'll be. Yes. She is the one that requested you, after all. <laughs> oh no. Uh, okay. So, so you can still tell there's not a big enough opening for you to fit through yet. Yeah, like that just changes our plan to waiting twenty seconds for there to be a bigger opening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have other ideas. It's just you'll be not in the loop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, it's a uh, it's a um, walkie-talkie call here, but it's only two way at a time. So. <laughs> We're playing phone call. That's great. Yeah, it's, like, it's like when you're in the middle house and you have those cans or strings and you only talk to one person at a time. Actually. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. <laughs> I think I have a solution for this. Uh oh. Kind of like pause, dig through her bag, and pull out an egg. A dragon egg looking thing. And open it with a shiny Ooh. stone inside. Take out the shiny stone and offer it to Zug. I, I was told this thing works on imagination <laughs> and it will do what you need it to do. To that end. Oh dear God. Imagine some way for you to fit through the hole that is present, uh, shrinking size, passing through rocks, whatever it is you need to do to get down there. And hopefully it will work that way. And if it doesn't, we'll come up with a second plan. Okay. Can you imagine? You might need the other one. No. I, I, I know small things. Many of them in caves. <laughs> <laughs> you gave the worst possible one the imagination stone, essentially. No, no, no. <laughs> She's like, this is not the most creative individual I've ever met. Fritz is actually probably the that's more creative she's one. <laughs> and that's who's That's what I'm saying. Well, that's who's currently in the body because I didn't well, even Well, I imagine that you changed things. quickly and didn't flip over your name tag. So she doesn't yes. know this. Well, the name tags would... S <laughs> yeah, the name tag probably would still be... Uh, that's fair. He's just, he's just kind of grin. Um... <laughs> So he's going to take a look at the holes in the rocks, and he wants to make himself small enough, he's imagined himself small enough to walk through those holes. Okay. And as you're imagining this while holding the stone, everything around you begins to look bigger as you shrink. See, the true joke is... He doesn't shrink. Everything around him gets bigger. <laughs> 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 All right. That's my last action. Um, she's going to 
say, pardon me? Scoop him up. And then fly over there. And cast that slimy precipitation on, on the lady. Right? And then as she goes to turn around, aka she's distracted by the slime, drop tiny who she thinks is Zug, like onto the rocks as close to that um, scales as she can. Uh, when this happens, can I make a spell at the same time in my tiny, uh, you sure can. So let's, let's play this out for a second. So Callie flies over and hits Godling with, uh, the slime essentially. And she doesn't turn. She freezes (laughs) and screams. Greens at the top of her lungs. Just, just wait. This is this is this is excellent. Okay, so <laughs> then while she's screaming, and, I'll try to drop him unseen. <laughs> and then you drop Zug. Zug, do your thing. So, uh, Fritz has phantasmal force. Oh, so no. she's covered in slime. I want to create. With a phantasmal force against her, which is an intelligence saving throw, a swarm of worms at her feet. No! Intelligence saving throw. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, then. So, let me roll this roll. Hold on. <laughs> and we'll find out the results of that on next episode. Ah! <laughs> oh, no. That's going to be a fun time. Phantasmal <laughs> Force for our readers as we're cutting out. It's an illusion that takes root in the mind of the person who failed the saving throw. Um, no larger than a 10-foot cube, but it includes sound, temperature, and other stimuli that are also evident only to that creature. So, slimy, slimy worms wrapping around somebody's boots. That only she can see. If she fails. If she fails. <laughs> Which being covered in slime and looking down and seeing that. <laughs> I mean, she's gonna think that Kelly just dumped a bucket of worms over her. <laughs> or that they came up from the ground because of the code. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's just all around, all around terrible. It's the worst, and I love it. Oh, okay. We would like you to rate, review, five stars, best stars. Uh, let's not talk about horrible, slimy, squirmy worms grabbing boots. And, no, actually. No. Sorry. But <laughs> I mean, I guess actually, if I would, yeah. But let's 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 not do that in the reviews. Uh, I don't think the I don't think algorithms will like that very much. Uh, but yes. <laughs> Rate review, five stars on your podcatcher of your choosing and or choice. And have a have a fun time with that horrible image. Okay. So as I was going to say, actually, do talk about horrible slimy things in your reviews. And or come on over to our Discord and do it there. Like, give us creative fuel for this fire so we can defeat this godling. We need all of you to help. <laughs> Think of the slimiest things you can think of. <laughs> and then hit us up. Um, 
or scream at our socials at FaceRest at Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. And just just scream into the void because of all the gross <laughs> worms and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind getting a message like that. And it's just the full character limit of just A's and then an H and an exclamation point. That's all you need. <laughs> or do the uh, do if you got to get really creative, do the the, uh, the little dashes and like hyphens and bars and like make a little worm. Yes, that'd be pretty. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I will leave you with the topic of the week, and just to stay true to the episode, we want to. He- now I don't know if Neko want to hear this stuff, but we want to hear the creepiest grossest things that have happened in your sessions we want to hear those because it goes in line with what we're doing right now not not the gross like the gross player stuff like the gross things that you've done to enemies in game exactly that's 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 pretty much what i mean like i want to know the weird gross and creepy plans you've come up with to deal with enemies and npcs deal with your enemies fears and phobias we want to hear about those. Now I'm inspired to cause some chaos in the other <laughs> uh, As a clarification note, just real fast before we say goodbye, it's gore I dislike. Gross things is oh, fine. Like, talk all you right. want about worms or garbage or whatever other slimy oh. nonsense. If that slimy nonsense happens to have come from a creature that you've just killed and it's coming out or whatever, no thanks. Here's here's what I will say. If you're going to talk about body horror and gore and probably um, walking skeletons, um, put a, a like a spoiler mm, yes. alert with that because yeah. there are people who don't like that stuff. Yeah, yeah just, we're gonna need to spoiler need to alert this. us. <laughs> yes, I will mark it. I'm going to mark this down so when this episode goes up, we can just turn the uh, discussion area into like, the top of the week area into like a uh, adults only for like, a brief little time period. So people adults only? <laughs> <laughs> it gives you a warning. Say, hey, this might this might freak you out. So let's just start with there. <laughs> and as always, we love you. Goodbye. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>